0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru one of Canada's leading labor and employment lawyers. So pleased you could be with us. We heard at this hour every weekend on this radio station. we got a ton of things to go through, uh, Lior. We've got uh, some questions about constructive dismissal. We've got a slew of emails that came in during the week. We're going to take calls live, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We're going to look at the severance pay calculator and what that's all about. It's kind of a fun thing that Lior has put together over the years, and you can take advantage of that. But first of all, Lior, why don't we look at the week that was...
1: Let's start off with a couple of things to talk about uh, on the week that was. As you know, Manny, I speak with people every single day, every single week, uh, people that have workplace problems, people that are struggling to understand what their rights are, uh, to understand if they have rights. So uh, I always like to encourage people to give me that call. I, I know that people sometimes are worried about speaking to lawyers. People are worried about whether or not uh you know the the legal system the legal process is long and complicated when it comes to d- employment disputes it really isn't uh it's a simple straightforward process to resolve these disputes uh always happy to chat there's really no such thing as a bad question you never know unless you ask and and to get us warmed up and give everyone listening to us a sense of of the types of things that uh, I may deal with and see on a, on a regular basis, let me start off by telling you about uh, some scenarios that I, I saw literally in the last few days. And the first matter involves uh, a company that had let go uh, right at the same time about ten individuals. Literally within a 24-hour period, uh, they were going through some uh, major restructuring, uh, and they had to let some people go. They let them all go, and now these are all people in in uh, you know reasonably uh, mid-level positions, uh, you know, good incomes. And probably most of them had anywhere from five to twelve years of seniority. Now, what the company did for each one of these individuals, uh, exactly, they treated them the same. They gave them all two weeks' pay for every year of service. So, if you worked there for three years, you got six weeks, etc. Now, one uh, one gentleman uh, that actually heard our show called me, and he wanted to know what uh, if, if the offer that two weeks per year was adequate. Now, he is, had worked there for eight years, so they offered him sixteen weeks' pay. I'd assess his entitlements based on his age, position, and length of employment to be somewhere between eight to nine months pay. So more than double uh, what he was owed. And uh, so he was extremely surprised and extremely happy that he made the call. And I told him at that point, I said, well, if, if your colleagues are in that same situation, why don't you have them give me a call as well? Let me chat with them. And what he told me is, Manny, they all accepted the package, each one of them, uh, which was unfortunate. Now, <laughs> to make things even funnier. When I contacted the company, uh the, the HR manager responded to me and he said, Well wait a second, Lior, you know we, we let go ten people, nine of them accepted, and, and just your guy, why should your guy get more severance? Uh, and my answer was, Well wait a second, just because you, you got away with murder with nine people, you should you feel you should get away with murder for the tenth person as well? Needless to say, we resolved this literally right before the weekend uh, on the basis of eight months' pay, more than double uh, what he received. And the lesson here is very obvious and very important. You have to get that advice. Don't count on the company doing what it's supposed to. In this case, Manny, the company actually was ignorant. They didn't know what their legal obligations were. They weren't a bad company. Uh, And a lot of people thought, well, if we all got two weeks pay for every year, then that must be right. That must be fair. And they all accepted it, except this one gentleman that listened to our show. So uh, I I really do encourage you, if you know someone that lost their job, if you know someone that uh, you're cutting your grass and you talk to your neighbor next door and he says, I just lost my job, tell him to give me a call. Tell him to just take a second and not run off and accept the severance package. Uh, In the vast majority of cases... Uh, Many people are owed a lot more than what they've been offered.
0: Well, I hope that 10th person that you went to bat for and you got double the amount that he was offered, I hope he didn't tell the other nine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know. I think he probably (laughs) did. He probably did. Uh, And and it it is unfortunate, of course, but, you know, and and I have so many of those people. And what invariably happens, people that understand after the fact that their uh, severance offer that they accepted was inadequate, they contact me and they want to know, well, wait a second, now I understand, Lior, that I got $25,000 less than what I was owed. Can we do something about it now? Unfortunately, as you know, Manny, we've talked about it before on the show, if you've already signed that severance offer, it's too late, nothing you can do about it.
0: All right, 604-280-9898 for your calls live to Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. You can talk to him right now, 604 280 9898, or star 9898 on your cell. You can reach Leor through the week toll free 1 855 821 5900, or email help at employmenthour.com. What else crossed your desk this week, Leor?
1: So, another matter that uh, I, I dealt with again, this all came from uh, folks in and around uh, Vancouver. Uh, a, a nice young lady contacted me, she was facing a very difficult situation at work, uh, a co-worker of her, someone that was literally working uh, one office down, uh, was treating her completely inappropriately, uh, making uh, sexual remarks at her, uh, you know, just, just treating her in, in, a, in a very derogatory and demeaning matter, uh, the type of way that no one should treat another person. Now, she did exactly the right thing and she went to speak with the HR manager Apparently, though, this employee, the one that was uh, not acting properly, was quite well connected in the workplace. He had been there a long time, uh, was otherwise well liked by management, and the HR manager did not do anything. This young lady that contacted me was a newer employee. She had worked there for less than a year. So she didn't have, uh, she didn't carry as much weight, if you will, as that other employee. Nothing was done at all. Things got so bad that she ended up going on a short medical leave of absence just because of stress. Uh, and anxiety that she had suffered, uh, and that's when she contacted me, and she wanted to know, what do I do? Do I have to suffer here, or do, is, is there recourse? And I told her, absolutely there's recourse. No employee should ever, ever have to suffer workplace harassment this way, whether it's discrimination, whether it's uh, you know just being put down because someone else is, is uh, you know just not very professional. You don't have to do that. You don't have to suffer through a poisoned work environment. So what does that mean for her? That means that I gave her the option. you have the option to continue working despite everything, or you can treat this as a constructive dismissal we 'll talk about constructive dismissal more a bit later on the show. Uh, you can leave this company with compensation, potentially there's also human rights damages here because of the fact that he's been mistreating her on the basis of of you know her being a woman and and putting her down, and making uh, sexual remarks at her. so this company really did everything wrong it didn 't investigate it didn't take measures it ignored it. This gives her recourse, uh, and because of that, uh, you know, I want our listeners to understand: you don't have to suffer through a poison work environment. You don't have to suffer through harassment. There is recourse. The law does come down quite hard on employers that don't do what they're supposed to. Give me a call if you have questions. Give me a call if you're not sure. Uh, always happy to chat.
0: Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight or star ninety eight ninety eight star ninety eight ninety eight on your cell. And to reach Lior through the week, toll-free, 1-855-821-5900. Or you can email Lior, help at employmenthour.com. You are listening to the Employment Hour on Newstalk 980. CKNW, Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor lawyers. In the case of this young lady, uh, Lior, who alleges that this coworker, who happened to be male, uh, was uh, sexually inappropriate in terms of remarks and comments and such, Can it be a he said, she said situation? How do you prove something like that Uh, if you're acting on behalf of this young lady who's bringing this allegation? How do you prove it if there are no witnesses?
1: So that's an excellent point. And it's always, always one of the main questions is you have to actually prove it. You have to establish it. So in an ideal situation, you would have some some record, either an email you can show or, or maybe there's someone that's willing to corroborate it. But this particular case, Manny, it's actually more straightforward because it's not the situation where the company has looked into it and concluded there's nothing there. They refuse to even look into it. So even if she was not able to prove what actually happened, the failure on the company to take her seriously, the failure on the company to look into this issue in and of itself was wrong. In and of itself can result in a constructive dismissal. So even if she can't prove what actually happened with this gentleman, the company's uh, reluctance to act is a problem for the company.
0: Well, in Manny Bazunas' world, Lior, I would hook both of them up to a polygraph because one of them is lying. Right. <laughs> so you can, yeah. you can, and, and, you can catch the uh, liar pretty quickly on a polygraph. Anyway, we've got to get to a couple of phone calls here, Lior, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Todd, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, my name is Todd. I'm uh, calling uh, from Delta, BC. Um, I have a problem with an employer. They did a buyout uh, settlement of $250. I got injured on the job, and then I asked if I could come back, and they uh, said, no, I can't come back. And that's where I'm at right now with my employer. I'm How New long South have you worked area. there for, Todd? I worked there three years, four years for them.
1: Okay. Was there uh, a union? Were you part of a union?
2: Uh, I wasn't part of a union, but, uh, basically I was, uh, totally mistreated by the company, uh, by the company Black Press. And, uh, basically they just, uh, two times, three times said, no, you're not coming back. I injured my hand on, uh, the job and then basically asked if it was okay to go back to work by the doctor and everything. And then they said, no, we're not, uh, we're not allowing you to come back and everything.
1: Now, have they offered you any compensation, any severance?
2: Um, they gave me. Uh, they offered two hundred and fifty, but uh, basically, I filed a human rights complaint because it is discrimination what they're doing, and I'm waiting for the human rights tribunal to get back to me.
1: Right. And what were you doing there? What kind of job did you have?
2: Um, I was a newspaper career I was contracted out. I signed a contract and everything, and they didn't honor my. Contract as well, stuff like that. They just terminated me so and you, tried to fire me.
1: So, you were not an employee?
2: Uh, basically, contracted out. We're employees, but we were contracted out basically by the company uh, doing the newspaper okay. career. But we work for them still. So, so
1: but, Todd, uh, you're absolutely correct that uh, potentially. The fact that they refuse to allow you to come back uh, after an injury could be a, a human rights uh, matter. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But there's another issue yeah. here that could uh, from a, a dollar and cents uh, standpoint could be actually sig- more significant. And that is the fact yeah. that irrespective of the reason why they didn't let you come back, the fact that they didn't let you come back means you're owed severance. And Todd, how, how yeah. old are you? I'm uh 51. So someone in your situation could be owed as much as five or six months' pay, which means yeah. irrespective of any human rights damages, I think you said they, they paid you or offered you $250. Well, yeah. I'm assuming five or six months' pay is significantly more than that. So there's a lot yeah. to talk about here because potentially uh, this is a wrongful dismissal, which is simply the failure to pay you the severance that you're owed in addition yeah. to the human rights matter. And so I'd like to to speak to you, and I also want to make sure that if you're pursuing this as a human rights matter, that that it's properly outlined and articulated to the to the Human Rights Tribunal, because you want to make sure that they have the right information. So, Todd, you and I need to speak off air here. You could be owed significant compensation. Clearly, the company didn't treat you properly uh, here, uh, and, and you're owed severance and potentially human rights damages as well. But we may not even need. To file legal action this is this could be a matter that we could resolve quickly just by me contacting the company so let, let's okay. chat off here Todd. a lot to talk about okay sure
0: yeah todd you just uh hang on the line and uh okay. will be given the number to reach at uh, leor through the week it is toll free 1-855-821-5900 or email help at employmenthour.com but to speak to leor live as we speak 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell And we'll be back with more of the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW in just a moment. And you are back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of Canada's leading labor lawyers. 604-280-9898 to speak with Lior or star 9898 on your cell. Let's talk about the severance pay calculator. Lior, I love this thing. And how many hits a week would you say you, I mean, can you actually measure how many hits you get on
1: it? Yeah, we do, and it is a few hundred people every single week uh, from across the country that that use it, and and it is great. And by the way, Manny, did you use it again this week? <laughs>
0: no, I, I took your advice and waited a couple. I'm waiting for the month to flip over because each additional month I'm owed more money. So <laughs> no, I, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to take a break. been uh,
1: apparently using this regularly just to make sure the severance is still there and and, and it's not in, or it's that it is increasing. Well, you know, the, the, all joking aside, the severance calculator is actually it is a serious tool because it's a way to inform you and educate yourself about your entitlements, if you lost your job, if you're worried about losing your job, or maybe you're just interested to know. So how does it work? Well, you go to severancepaycalculator.com. Again, it's severancepaycalculator.com. And you input three pieces of information, your age, your position, and the length of your employment. You don't have to think about it too much. There's drop-down menus that allow you to pick the the appropriate uh, answer and then that's it. It's going to tell you how many months' pay you would be owed if you lost your job uh, in, the, in that situation, whether it's a month's pay or any thing up to 24 months' pay. It's accurate. It's free to use. It's completely anonymous. You don't have to input your name or any identifying remarks. No one is going to see that Uh, strictly for your information, severancepaycalculator.com. Make it the very first place you go to if you lose your job or if you know someone that lost their jobs. Just tell them to check it out. Uh, They'll be happy that they did. It's a way to get the right information to find out what your full entitlements are, uh, severancepaycalculator.com.
0: Leor, I was listening to last week's show uh, via podcast because, of course, you can never get too much of Leor Samfiro. so you've got to listen a little bit during the week as well. And you had uh, mentioned... um, something about uh, two years uh, severance payout. Is there a limit? Is is two years the highest you can go?
1: So great question, Manny. Uh, Generally, two years is considered the upper end, the maximum that people can get in terms of severance. There have been cases where people have gotten up to 30 months severance, Usually, it's uh, for for certainly for people that are uh, older, you know, in in, in their 60s or older, and in very, very senior positions with lengthy employment, you know, 30, 40 plus years. But for the most part, 24 months is the maximum. uh, And, uh, you know, it's again, it's based on the three factors position and length of employment. Uh, Rarely do we see anyone getting more than 24 months. 604-280-9898
0: 604-280-9898 to talk with Leor right now, or star 9898 on your cell. I want to talk a little bit about constructive uh, dismissal, Lior. What is the big difference between a constructive dismissal and a regular firing
1: a constructive, well, a regular dismissal is a situation where your employer makes the decision, advises you of the decision to let you go. So your employer comes to you and says, "I've decided you're not going to work here anymore." So there's no ambiguity, there's no questions. You know that your employer made the decision to terminate your employment. They've told you, and then you're done. You're moving on. A constructive dismissal, on the other hand, is a situation where the employer has not decided they're letting you go. They've not told you they're letting you go, but because of the way the company has acted, because of the situation that the company has created, the law still considers that a termination. Or at the very least, the law gives you, the employee, the option to treat that as a termination. So a regular termination, a regular dismissal, company says, you're gone. A constructive dismissal, Company doesn't say that by by their action, by the way they've conducted themselves. You have the ability to treat that as if it is a termination. So those are the two differences. Uh, if if you've been let go, if the company says you're gone, then it's not a constructive dismissal. At that point, it is a regular dismissal.
0: Well, either or, you're out the door.
1: You are out the door. <laughs> yeah. But it's a regular dismissal, it, it is more straightforward. In other words, you're not you're never going to wonder. Wait a second, was I just let go? But if a company does something to you, uh, in some cases, it's not clear. Wait a second. Do they have a right to do that? Can I treat that as a constructive dismissal? So I want to spend some time talking about situations that can result in constructive dismissals that do amount to constructive dismissal, because it's not everything that may happen in the workplace uh, that would result in constructive dismissal. And on the flip side, there are situations that you may not realize would be constructive dismissals, but in fact are.
0: Well, Leor is going to come back after this news break. And give us some common constructive dismissal situations when we return to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor lawyers. We'll be right back. Back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru, one of this country's leading labor and employment lawyers. You can speak with Lior live 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. I want to pick up, Lior, where we left off before the break. You were going to uh, give us a couple of examples of constructive dismissals.
1: That's right, Manny. And constructive dismissal usually happens when the employer makes significant changes to the terms of employment. So what does that mean? Well, let's look at a, a common example. A common example is a pay reduction, probably the most common example. So if your employer reduces your pay in a significant way, that's not something your employer is allowed to do, which means, well, by the way, let's stop there for a second. A lot of people think when I say your employer is not allowed to do that, is that there's a way to stop them. There's actually no legal mechanism to prevent the employer from doing something that they're not allowed to do. The only legal mechanism would allow the employee to remove him or herself from the workplace and require the company to pay them severance. That's what a constructive dismissal is. So a common example of a constructive dismissal is a pay reduction. Another common example could be a demotion. So you used to be a manager. Now we're going to demote you to a coordinator position, for example. Another example could be a relocation. Uh, We used to have an office here. Now we're relocating 40 miles away. Well, again, that's a significant change to the terms of employment. That's going to mean you're going to spend more time commuting, less time at home with the family, uh, and you're not going to get paid for it more necessarily. So that's a constructive dismissal. So any significant negative change to the terms of employment can result in a constructive dismissal. And what I mean by can result is it's in the employee's hand. The employee makes the call whether or not to treat that as a constructive dismissal. Anytime an employee is faced with a change like that, they have an option, and the option is they can accept that change, and they can continue working, or they can say, no, I'm not going to accept this change, and I'm going to leave now and get the company to pay me my full severance, so that's a constructive dismissal. The last example I'll give is a what I touched on earlier in the show, a poisoned work environment. Whenever a company creates a situation where the employee is now a victim of harassment, this poisoned work environment has been created. At that point, the employee doesn't have to accept that. An employee does have a right to be in a a harassment-free workplace, which means the employee can say, no, I'm not going to allow you to to treat me this way. I'm not going to allow you to put me in this type of an environment. I'm going to leave and get my full severance. It's a constructive dismissal. So those are some very common examples, Manny, that I see every day uh with individuals being constructively dismissed
0: 604-280-9898 to reach leor now or star 9898 on your cell toll free through the week one 821 5900 or email help at employmenthour.com love to hear from you 604-280-9898 got an email for you leor uh hi leor my name's fred my employer found out that i was looking for another job i was fired on the spot and have not been paid any severance? Am I owed anything?
1: Well, Fred, the, the short answer is yes, absolutely you are owed severance. So, so here's how this breaks down. And, you know, believe it or not, I've seen at least half a dozen of these exact situations of, over the past few years. Uh, you know, you, you may be looking for another work, maybe you're not very happy, You're you're seeing if there's a better opportunity there for you. And your employer catches you and they say, well, I know you've been looking, I saw an email or someone told me, uh, and because you're looking for another work, you're gone. I have cause to terminate employment. Not so fast. The fact that you're looking for another work, for, for other work, doesn't mean you've actually done anything wrong. There's no law preventing someone from looking for another work, for other work. There's no uh, wrong that's been committed here. So even though the company may decide that they want to let that person go, that's a without cause termination which means full severance has to be paid. So, Fred, even though the company did have the right to let you go, they have to pay you full severance. They don't get a discount at all, not even a dollar in terms of your full entitlements because you haven't committed any misconduct. Now, if you are spending hours uh, every day at work when you should be working and looking for other work, that may be a problem. At that point, it becomes time theft. But if you're simply looking for other work here and there and, and the company finds out that's not misconduct, that's not cause for dismissal. You're owed severance. So you've been wrongfully dismissed, Fred. Give me a call as soon as possible.
0: And uh, use your own computer when you're uh, looking for work. Don't use the work computer because uh, that would put you in a pretty uh, pretty desperate spot when uh, Lior gives the company a call, right, Lior?
1: Well, certainly, it, it, it's easier to, to be caught, so to speak, if you're using the company's computer. You should always assume that whatever is on the company's computer, someone else could see. So, yeah, it is a practical matter, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, yes, you probably don't want to use company's computer, but remember, the act itself of looking for other work, even though I understand why an employer would not be happy about it, is not actually considered misconduct at all, so it wouldn't be cause for dismissal. Yeah,
0: I know lots of people have two jobs. <laughs> What's wrong with looking sure. for a second job?
1: Uh, okay. You're looking for a job as we speak, right, Manny?
0: Always. Always. Never stops. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to have plan B. Exactly. Uh, Dear Lior, this comes from Rob. Can I be fired after eight months of working at a job after they falsely accused me of something I did not do? I was only given one week's notice.
1: So here's here's how this breaks down. To answer the question, can they let you go? The answer to that is yes. Remember the, the rule, and a company can let someone go at any time and for any reason as long as severance is paid. The real question can be, well, can they let you go without compensation? Well, if you haven't done anything wrong, uh, then the answer clearly and surely is no. They, they would owe you severance. And I can also say that after eight months of employment, we don't have a lot of information. We don't know uh, his age and we don't know the type of job. But after eight months of employment, it, it will always be more than a week's pay. Maybe it's four weeks pay. Maybe it's four months pay. I don't know. I need to know some, some more information here. But this is almost certainly a wrongful dismissal. Uh, you need to also give me a call here. Let's chat about this. I want to find out more about the job. I want to find out what they say you've done wrong. I want to see a copy of any employment agreement that you may have signed uh, because it's quite likely you're owed significantly more compensation.
0: And how many employers uh, do you get calling, uh, Lior? Because, I mean, I've known my share. We all have known our share of employers. I've been an employer, and the most often asked question you ask yourself is, how do I get rid of someone when the law seems to be working against me. I mean, next to that employee committing murder in the second degree, how can I possibly get rid of this person?
1: (laughs) Well, you talked earlier about the severance calculator, Manny. Well, a lot of employers use the severance calculator, and invariably they call me after and say, oh my gosh, Lior, uh, I used the calculator. It says I owe this person 15 months' pay. Help me, how do I pay less than that? I can't afford 15 months' pay. And and the, the short answer is that the best time to think about termination of employment of an employee is at the time you hire the employee. You have an opportunity when you hire an employee to put a term in the employment agreement that addresses any future severance entitlements, which means one of the things you can do is limit your your potential entitlements or, or obligations in the future. And potentially that employer that now found out that he owes 15 months pay could have only owed eight weeks pay if in fact uh, that was uh, something that was thought of and properly addressed in an employment agreement. Now, if you currently have an employee and you want to let them go for cause, you have to build up a case. You can't just say, well, you've done something wrong, you're out of here. You want to put in some work. You have to provide some discipline. You have to provide some warnings. You have to make sure that the employee knows that if the course of conduct continues, they'll lose their job. If you've done that properly and consistently, and you've given the employee opportunities to, to respond and, and, and to improve, and they haven't, at some point, yeah, you may actually get to the point of letting them go for cause without severance. It's not easy, but if you put in the work as an employer, you can get there. If you want to let an employee go without cause, and if you don't have an employment agreement that speaks to the issue, you have to pay what you have to pay. The law says, The law dictates, the law determines how much compensation is owed based on age, position, and length of employment. And if you don't have an employment agreement that changes that analysis, you have to pay it.
0: You are listening to the Employment Hour on Newstalk 980, CKNW, Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor lawyers. Now is the time you can speak with Lior. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. And to reach Liore through the week toll free 1855 821 5900 or email help at Uh Liora, one quick question before we take a couple of more calls for you. Uh, can an employer put a morals clause into an employment agreement?
1: Yes, an employer can and, and often does. Uh, certainly for, with respect to individuals that may have a higher profile position. Where you know the the improper conduct or, or you know the improper proper morality, whatever you want to call it is going to impact the organization uh, we, we've we've heard of uh, you know i'm sure over the last year of, of Mr. Gian Gomeshi, who was working for CBC radio and he was accused of doing certain things uh, A morality clause is intended to to protect employers in those types of uh, uh, situations uh, It is overkill if you're working on the assembly line. But it is a good idea for someone in a high uh, high profile position. Absolutely.
0: Okay, let's take a call from uh, Doug. Doug, uh, welcome to the Employment Hour on News Talk nine eighty CKNW.
1: Hi, thanks for taking my call. It's uh, an
2: interesting situation. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on. We I had an employer that was, I guess, creative with our wages, and uh, what they did is they. Paid us all minimum wage, and then let's say if you made eighteen dollars an hour, then that extra eight dollars or so was considered profit share, for like at each hour. And then if we worked overtime, they were able to save money by paying us uh, overtime on only the minimum wage, because the rest was considered profit share.
1: Well, Doug, if it's indeed exactly as you've said, that it is something you got consistently, uh, as long as you work the hours you got it it paid, then that is obviously just a way to try to save the company money. And and the law is smarter than that. Therefore, if challenged, that employer would not have a leg to stand on. They would have to pay overtime uh, to the employees based on their full wage, not just on the basis of of the the base pay or, or the minimum wage, and of course, if they let an employee go and they have to pay him severance, severance would also have to be calculated on, on the basis of the profit sharing. And that that also applies to vacation pay, for example. Vacation pay is is a percentage of wages, and it would have to include everything the the person gets, not just profit sharing. You don't get around the law uh, by calling it profit sharing. If it was that simple, everyone would do that. So if it's an overtime issue, an overtime issue only. One of the things you could do, Doug, is c- contact the Ministry of Labor. Uh, happy to talk to you as well, but no, the employers uh, can't get away with that. That's
0: good to hear. Thank you. Okay, Doug, you stick on the line, and we'll get to Lior's uh, weekday number for you. But to talk with Lior now, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, let's talk to James. Welcome to the show.
2: Yes. Um... My question is, I tried to terminate an employer, and uh, without cost, so she worked less than two years, and what kind of severance should I pay her?
1: And how old she is she, James? Uh, uh, pardon me, sir? How old is she? She about 40. 30 okay, or 40, and what 35? kind of a job? It's a museum assistant. I see. Okay, got it. So unless there's an employment agreement in play that changes the analysis, she would be owed right around four months' pay. Three and a half, four months' pay is what I would assess her at. Now, if you had an employment agreement that properly limited her entitlements, she would only be owed two weeks' pay. If there isn't, four months' pay is likely what I would assess her at, uh, and that would include salary, benefits, if there's anything else bonus or car allowance that would have to be included as well but right around four months pay uh, james is what i would assess
2: okay it's depending on what the agreement between me and my em- uh, em- employers uh, 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 uh in return isn't it well,
1: well certainly if you if you tell her two weeks pay and she signs off on that then hey yes then that that's all you pay her but in terms of what the law requires you to, to pay her, it's it's right around four months pay. Uh, some people under, appreciate that, some people not. So a lot of employers are able to pay less. And you also have the opportunity when she starts working to sign an employment agreement that says, in the future, if I let you go, I am only going to pay you this amount of severance. If you've done that, then it's possible. You don't have to pay the full amount. Otherwise, if you won't pay the full amount you potentially are risking a claim for constructive dismissal. What I would propose, James, before you actually let her go and pay her, let's you and I talk off air. Let me find out a bit more and see what the agreement is, and I can make a recommendation that's specific to you and this employee and see if we can uh, help you uh, uh, do this in a legal way and in a way that doesn't break the bank. Yeah,
2: and also, can we give her, let's say, two weeks or three months notice
1: Yes. So let's assume that four months is the right amount of severance. You can give her potentially four months' notice, and then at the end of the four months, you don't owe her anything. Or you could give her one month's notice and then pay her the difference. Yes, you can do a combination of notice or severance, absolutely. James,
0: you stay on the line, and uh, we'll get you uh, Lior's number through the week. And as Lior pointed out, he'll put it all together for you to make sure uh, you've got all your bases covered with this particular employee. Uh, We will take more of your calls, 604-280-9898, or star 9898 on your cell when we come back. Got lots to cover. Uh, A bunch more emails and a few more of your calls, and then we're going to wrap it up. So now is the time you'll want to call and get a hold of Lior as we speak. 604-280-9898. You are listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. Back to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980 CKNW. Manny Bazunas along with Lior Samfiru one of the nation's leading employment and labor lawyers. Uh, Got a couple of minutes left, Lior. We'll take a couple more calls, read some more emails, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell with a reminder to go to uh, this really cool website, Lior Setup, severancepaycalculator.com. Input three pieces of information. It's free. It's anonymous. And you will be able to figure out what you are owed down to almost the penny If you are terminated, Uh, we took a call earlier on, Lior. uh, There was a discrepancy in some overtime pay. It was a call from Doug. Uh, We got a follow-up email uh, from, I'm assuming it's a lady, Danielle. I quit my job because my employer owed me $4,000 in overtime and vacation pay, and he has refused to pay. I asked for payment many times. He always promised he would pay, but never did. Is there something I can do to get the money he owes me?
1: Well, certainly, to get the money that, that you're owed is easy. If, if you worked the, the hours and he owes you the money, you, you're going to get paid. There's no question. Uh, as long as the company doesn't go bankrupt, you absolutely will get paid. And, and you know that could be done through the Ministry of Labor. That could be done through our, the legal process. Easy stuff. But there's something or a couple of things that are more interesting here as well. Number one is if, in fact, you quit uh, because of this, then... Uh, and who wouldn't? You know, If your employer owes you money and they refuse to pay, then, then if you quit, that's actually a constructive dismissal. That's not a termination, or, or sorry, that, that's not a resignation uh, if you quit because of that, which means you're actually owed severance over and above the amounts that are owed to you. That, that's exactly what we've been talking about on the show, the situations where the employer is doing something that it's not allowed to do. Well, your employer cannot withhold payments that are owed to you. And if you uh, quite reasonably decide to quit because I'm not going to work for free, I'm not going to work and not get paid what I'm owed, sure, absolutely, that's reasonable. And you should be getting severance based on your position, age, and length of employment. So let's talk off air. Give me a call off air and and let's discuss how much severance you're owed and let's talk about how we get you the money that you're owed. It it could be as simple as sending a letter uh, by myself to the company and, and resolving it within days that way. Uh, So it's not just about the overtime that's owed to you. It's potentially a constructive dismissal, and it's an issue of severance as well.
0: To reach Lior through the week toll-free, 1-855-821-5900, or email help at employmenthour.com. Mina, or Mina, writes, uh, Lior, and this is really common. We've covered this uh, a few times on the show over the last few weeks, but she writes and asks for your advice. I've been on a medical disability for three months. My employer is putting pressure on me to return to work. They say the business really needs me. I'm afraid if I don't return, I won't have a job there anymore. Do you have any advice for me?
1: Well, the, advice, the best advice I can give Mina here is the fact that if your doctor is saying you shouldn't be going back to work yet, you should be following your doctor's advice. There's no exceptions to that. There are no situations where you should say, well, I'm going to do something contrary to my doctor because you can be causing yourself further harm down the road. Bad idea. Now, the company can't let you go because you're following your doctor's advice. The company cannot let you go because you're not able to work. And if they decide to do that, well, we asked you to come back. You didn't, despite the doctor saying uh, what they said, so we're going to let you go. Not only is that a wrongful dismissal, that's uh, potentially uh, a human rights violation. It's illegal. So don't be worried about losing your job. Uh, do what you need to do to get better. So hopefully when you do come back to work, you can do that uh, you know, indefinitely. You won't have to go back off again. If the company even dares to let you go, give me a call. I'll make sure you get everything you're owed.
0: And that number through the week to reach Lior, toll free one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, or you can email Leor at Help at EmploymentHour.com. You have been listening to the Employment Hour on News Talk 980, CKNW, Manny Bazunas, along with Lior Samfiru, one of the nation's leading labor and employment lawyers. We look forward to being with you next week at this hour. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980.